Welcome back to Probably About Politics. This week, Catalan regional elections? Yeah, I guess that's what... Yeah, like referendum election-y thing. Catalan uh, non-denominational autumn... I guess I couldn't even say... I wanted to say democracy, but there are some elements... There's a lot going on there right now. Uh, There is... I think you could definitely say that democracy is certainly being tested. We're really seeing what what qualifies and what doesn't. I don't know. We're really pushing some boundaries. Uh, but, you know, this week's been kind of wild. To frame where we are, Catalonia had an independence referendum, allegedly, on uh, October 1st. The Spanish government, Catalonia is a region in yep. Spain, an autonomous mm-hmm. region. Um, and the Spanish government said, you can't do that. Yeah. That's against our 1978 constitution. You cannot dissolve Spain, but you can be your own autonomous region as everybody is their own autonomous region. And then they said, we're going to do it anyway. Yes, that would be, that's essentially what happened. And they did do it. And the Spanish government sent in their police forces. Yeah, because the Catalan police force didn't, they just didn't show up that day, right? They were not going to enforce Madrid's orders to shut down the uh, referendum. So they have their police come in, ballot boxes raided. Mm -hmm. The international community is like, this doesn't count. There was like all sorts of problems with the election. Yeah. Ballot boxes left on the side of the street. Print at home ballots that you just put wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Children voting, non citizens voting, crazy. Yeah, bedlam. Yeah. I think yeah. Even if you were to say say that there was a lot of interference by the Spanish state, and that's why, uh, you know, that a certain number of people didn't show up or whatever. Um, I think even that would be enough to disqualify the. Like you need to do it again. You're gonna need to run the referendum again. Yeah. I mean, I would not want to be going out to vote when there was, there's what, like a thousand people yeah. that were injured afterwards? Yeah. And they speculate According that, like, sources. I think it said 770,000 votes were lost as a result of police. Yeah. So you certainly can't say that anything conclusively was determined by that referendum. Yeah, whether or not you agree with the legality of the referendum in the first place, whether or not it should have mm-hmm. happened, uh, there are definitely questions that should be raised about whether or not how it went is okay. So that happened. And now we've got a few guys in Belgium, mm-hmm. right? Jump well, forward yeah. a month. <laughs> and how did we get here? Well, I mean, the the leadership of the the ex leader i at this point but he's in yeah he's in brussels but i think he's turned himself in so he's probably heading back yeah as of i think yesterday he turned himself yeah in. and spain has charged a bunch of the leadership with like uh yeah with rebellion and sedition and embezzlement for misuse of public funds because they had to buy ballots and everything for their for their election. yeah which was and the the prosecutor in Spain, the prosecution in Spain has has uh, decided that anyone who has sort of acted in this in this public service area in in uh, in Cal- Catalonia 
will also be facing similar charges. It's a 30-year jail, like potentially 30 years imprisonment if it goes to the maximum. It's, it'll be interesting. Yeah, and there were a lot of um, resignations leading up to the referendum because I think a lot of a lot of public servants knew what was going to happen. The police chief resigned. There were a number of quiet uh, dismissals in some of the higher-ranking unelected positions. Yeah, I think... I mean, it wasn't hard to see that this outcome was going... The The conservative government in Spain had really outlined its stance. The, the Supreme Court in Spain had made it clear that it was illegal. It, it was pretty clear that no matter what, this wasn't... This wasn't going to be like a simple, oh, we got the vote, now let us go. This was not going to be a, a Scotland type situation. <laughs> yeah, and... and <laughs> It's funny that we're making Scotland look like the easier situation here as a simple matter. But I mean, I guess it is different. Uh, yes, yeah, Scotland has in some ways um, a more clear sense of separation and, and autonomy given and mm-hmm. a clearer path to sovereignty. Yeah, um, and more willingness to support it. And I think the election happened and it was very, very close and if it had gone either way, like you just have, if you have that much of the population, if you have 49% of the population, say like what happened in Scotland, or like a very, it wasn't 49%, but if you have a very close amount, like that's still a lot of people who didn't want to leave. And I think you're going to see, I think you see similar divisions existing in, in Catalonia. And I guess this, this 49 number that you just brought mm-hmm. up is interesting because A lot of the polls, Mm -hmm. like the polling leading up to this referendum, was essentially neck and neck. It was quite close. And then when the actual numbers come in after um, the vote, Mm -hmm. you have greater than 90% support for secession. Yeah. And any time you see any sort of election, any sort of voting Mm -hmm. anywhere, when there's greater than 90% support for (laughs) anything... Yeah. Uh, it raises a lot of mm-hmm. questions about the uh, democratic process that went on, mm-hmm. especially because now with the regional election coming up on December 21st, the snap election that was called by Madrid, yep. they have the pro-independence parties have roughly 50% support mm-hmm. and the um, pro-union uh, parties have roughly 50% mm-hmm. support. So the 90% number... I know that there was a lot of people that didn't go vote. Supposedly, people who were who didn't even think that there should be a referendum were yeah. the ones that didn't go vote. Who were also pro union, though. So, what, what, like, do you think that they stuffed the ballot boxes, or like, what happened? Well, no, I don't think it. I don't necessarily. The whole process, like the referendum, certainly doesn't meet the threshold in terms of of being a, a referendum that I think most countries would be willing to take seriously for being accurate but i think more what you saw was yeah you have the population that um that was for union also didn't even believe that the referendum should happen so you're not going to go stick your neck out to vote when there's a lot of police violence there's a lot going on and if you don't even believe you're supposed to be there because it's not even supposed to be happening why would you show up so i think what you see is the determination to vote against or to vote for for independence is much more likely to get you to show up to the ballot box than than if you're on the other side. Yeah, so 
And that 90% number is also, again, reflective of only 43% of the population showing up or something like that. So a lot of people weren't there. And I think that's, I, I don't, I, there's no information that I've read that really suggests that there was particularly ballot box stuffing. I think, but I, and maybe there were some issues in some places, but I think you can largely account for it just in one side didn't think they would, should even be voting. Hmm. So the people who were actually voting, many of them didn't take this referendum seriously. Mm-hmm. But also, it seems like the international community is not willing to take what even what's the Spanish reaction, the federal reaction towards what happened. Everybody just seems to say, "Oh, it's a Spanish internal matter. It's a ma-. even even other European governments, even the EU itself, yeah. which." Uh, Catalan citizens are also uh, EU yes. citizens. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think it's not shocking to me that that the response has been what it has. I think in some ways it has been a mistake. I mean, look, there are a lot of countries, uh, Canada itself, who have issues with you know parts of their country that might like to leave. Uh, it sets a not the best precedent. Um, and I think you see that especially in the EU. That's also a very real thing in the EU. There's lots of pieces of countries that feel like they are nationalities and they have like, uh, they're like distinct, uh, distinct entity that should be allowed to govern themselves. Um, and I think that represents a real threat. Like if you, you can't easily speak up about it without, calling into question what you yourself are doing in your country if you have one of these regions and and then you also if you're an ally to one of those countries like you're not there's a lot of reasons why nobody really wants to talk about this i mean catalonia is definitely spain's most prosperous region um if spain loses like it's it's quite clear why spain's not going to let this happen um and they were vocal about it from the beginning or they're not going to happily let this happen anyway so it's it's a difficult position internationally i think it is undermining the eu to continue to be taking the approach that they are taking especially if it's supposed to like even if like they're not even really trying to take a a particularly like mediating approach they're really just letting letting spain just go go ahead and do whatever he wants which I think in for a lot of people observing it uh, seems like something that could just make things worse than they already are. Which, I mean, to me, one of the big points about the European Union is they uphold human mm-hmm. rights. This is, this is a main concern mm-hmm. of theirs, right? And the freedom of self-determination <laughs> seems to be uh, potentially being trampled upon here. Right? Yeah. And the only EU response really that's been out there is uh, no matter what happens, Catalonia is not a member state uh, the next day after the referendum and will have to apply on its mm-hmm. own. And, that, and that, that's really all that's all that there is from them. Why do you think there hasn't been more they haven't been more vocal about the human rights violations that are potentially going on? There? I think that for the EU human rights violation that that's trickier um i don't know if that's necessarily the angle that they should be taking um 
again, because you get into that tricky space of, well, you're saying I shouldn't do this, but what are you doing? You know, like, so I can see why they're avoiding that, but they definitely, like, the EU is meant to be this grand coalition of states um, that are, like, you know, better together. Um, They have a real role to play in terms of of mediating and and being a higher solution that a state can reach up to to try and have help them with their their conflicts that they're entering they've helped financially economically and and that in those sort of spaces to sort of i think and i think in this situation a mediation role is definitely one that they could take uh, without having to say too much about the the area of human rights per se which gets into that murky water the murky water being like look as soon as is you start pointing a finger at somebody else they're going to point it back at you and then things just get complicated i think that it is a real it's giving a lot to eu critics that are saying like look there's too many like nation state interests that you can never get anything done because it's a whole bunch of independent states who are only acting in their own interests when the eu like pro-EU people would say the EU should be able to come together on this to help mediate and uh, and come to uh, a sort of solution, like maybe something that you see with Scotland and England, or, you know, like, states have come to solutions on this, and there probably is a compromise to be reached. I should correct myself there. I did say that the only thing that I've heard from the EU is that they will not be a member state following the the referendum. There was, in fact, a tweet from European Commissioner President Donald mm-hmm. Tusk in which he did say on Twitter, I hope the Spanish government favors force of argument, not argument of force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I guess that's as close to a, an official stance being taken. Well, as yeah, I guess, I guess it's a stance. Yeah, it'd be, I mean, I think it's pretty, the whole line of like, uh, Catalonia would have to come to the negotiating table on its own that's like a that's a pretty grim offer from the eu definitely trying to encourage them to come to some sort of compromise in a way uh i mean we saw it in in scottish independence as well like the negotiation process that they would have to go through and then they'd have to get the agreement of all the member states of the eu in order to get in makes it a very unlikely uphill battle yeah now Going back to the the actual regional election that was mm-hmm. called for December mm-hmm. 21st, which raises a lot of questions for Catalonia itself, yes. because the pro the uh, pro independence parties currently have a winning a winning ticket. Mm-hmm. It seems they are leading in the polls by enough to have the ability to hold another mm-hmm. referendum at least with potential to yeah. win. Do you think that there's any real stability for um, Catalan democracy on, on in the near term on the horizon, especially coming up with this election? Um, I would be nervous about it for sure. You see, like, just even division in whether or not they should be participating. Like, the pro-independence parties seem to have come together and decided, oh, we will participate in this election. But initially, they weren't even sure if they were going to do that because it would be admitting that Madrid can dictate elections and and things like that and they they do win the majority which is also again like it looks like it'll happen and it looks like especially if the spanish government continues to take a very hardline stance and the pro-independence parties can continue to manage to like 
stick together, they definitely will win. But then, so they win. We are still, we're still a month and a half out. And if we look back to New Zealand, a month and a half out, the landscape was completely different, right, from what the outcome is. So we're still. Look, it doesn't, it, it, all, sometimes all it takes is a week and then the leadership of the free world is completely different. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and uh, just so you know, I'm not talking about New Zealand, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, um, definitely a lot can happen, especially with the leaders being arrested. In theory, they're still allowed to run, um, but if they are actually convicted... Plus the extradition process takes a very yeah. long time. What happens when they're convicted? I mean, presumably they will be convicted. Um, uh, Whether or not it's like a rightful charge is certainly up for debate, but I think it it looks like they definitely participated in the referendum, which was illegal. But yeah, no, I think it's certainly not, uh, not anywhere near over, even if they do run a referendum again. Like Spain just has the ability to say, nope, dissolve the government replace everybody but i think like it's it's a tenuous line like the pro-independence movie movement definitely does have that advantage of the spanish government is being quite hardline so it's certainly locking in supporters for the independence movement and then and some people who are waffling but there is not consensus in catalonia i don't think you could say Hmm. um because the there could be independence for uh, Catalonia, but that would require a, uh, a Spanish two-thirds mm-hmm. majority to amend the constitution to remove the article yeah. in which it states that Spain is indissoluble. Yeah, and I don't um, see that happening. That will not happen. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, so bold, bold prediction yeah. to end episode three of season two then. No, we have nothing to say on the outcome <laughs> of the December 21st regional election. Yes. But I think what we can boldly state is that we don't see an amendment to the Spanish Constitution which would allow Catalonia or any other region, such as the Basque yes. people, to secede. No, I don't. Yeah, don't think that. I think that's a safe bet. But maybe it's bold. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're on, we have a good track record at this point. Yeah. So uh, sorry, sorry to say it uh, to all those uh, independent seekers, but we don't see it on the horizon. All right. <laughs> well... Uh, thanks for listening yeah. to this month's probably 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 about politics. Uh, but you never know when our episodes are going to pop up on that SoundCloud.